0: It's the same yes. movie, but somebody spiced in RoboCop instead of Maya.
1: <laughs> somebody photoshopped clothes onto the robots.
0: No, they photoshopped boobs onto RoboCop. Yeah, just a w- wimple.
2: Yes. We should be so. That started.
0: Um, monday i believe
2: also i remembered like yesterday which was too late that i have seen a robot movie but it's kind of like a sci-fi alien movie well what is it uh it's called um shit if i can remember hang on hang on i got this i got this uh-huh. it's like weird it wasn't bad weird but it was weird i think it was like oh hang on it mm-hmm. Had instructions in the title <laughs> i got this oh, wait further instructions oh okay weird it's on Netflix
1: it's a movie that bosses you around
2: no
0: it's telling you what to do
1: yeah movies that tell you what to do
2: yeah it was like aliens but they were all like aliens through the TV so it was like robot-ish robot adjacent I don't watch many robot movies as it turns out
3: really why no. Why is that that's okay <laughs> you can stay
2: um, I don't like them
0: <laughs> I don't make a whole lot of robot movies anymore
2: there's a couple Black Mirror episodes
1: you know what's the best? Now, Ziggy, I think people old enough to be talking this way are probably starting to die off. Sure. But uh, oh no, old,
2: old How pe- much time do you have left?
1: Old people. How oh, much not not much. The clock <laughs> is ticking. <laughs> um, it's really sad, though. I found out I'm only a few years younger than Larry Fessenden. <coughs> you know mm-hmm. how I found this out? I'll tell you later. Uh,
2: I don't even know who that is. Y- yeah, you, you. Well, did not by name.
1: Okay. You've seen him. Trust mm-hmm.
2: me.
1: But we're going to talk about Robanica. Likely story. We're going to talk about Robanica. But I was going to tell you that uh, the, the generation of old people who say robot, robot, they're, they're dying off.
2: Ruby. Never heard that. Yes, somebody See, that's in, what I'm saying. in
0: the shape of things to come said said robot. Did they? Yes, <laughs> robot, robot.
1: Yes, the robots are going to take over. Shoot, let's intro this, listeners. You're listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie, which we will spoil. First, we talk about Recently Watched, which we try not to spoil, and we thank the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. You can buy their music digitally on Apple Music or Amazon. Robot Music. Robot dot <clears throat> If you think about it, Will, robots are doing all the work now. Yes. Uh, an Amazon warehouse is full of human robots. And yeah. And now they're trying to get flying robots to deliver packages to people. <laughs> we're bringing robot back.
0: Robot. All right. Anyway.
1: Uh, but we're not professional. Uh, robots. Robots? We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not professional critics. We're just your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Jolien. Hello. Will. Hello. And Ziggy. Hi. We're here to celebrate Robonica. Now, how many of you are <coughs> actually uh, Futurama fans?
0: I thought you were going to say Jewish. <laughs> or a robot. <laughs> or I'm some... neither, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. I feel like a robot sometimes at work, but no. Ziggy, uh, have you have you watched much Futurama? Yeah. Have you ever seen Fear of a Bot Planet? Maybe. Uh, okay, well, um... Okay, it's cele- um, Robonica is uh, first mentioned in *Fear of a Bot Planet*, and it's uh, the holiest two weeks on the robot calendar.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, now, it sounds was, familiar, but I have not paid. I've been watching it, but kind of in the background.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Bender, you know who Bender yes. is. He invents this holiday as an excuse to skip work. Mm. And it's uh, it's celebrated one month after uh, Robamadon. <laughs> which is celebrated a month after Robanza, which is a holiday that uh, tributes the ancestral prototypes and is celebrated by drinking contests. All of those are invented by Bender also because he wants days off and booze. So uh, let's see. The Futurama Holiday Spectacular is another one that uh, mentions Robonica. But we're here to celebrate it. And we watched some robot movies, namely RoboCop. And I watched... Did you watch any other ones? No. Anyone? Did anyone watch any other robot movies?
3: I saw a couple of other RoboCop movies.
1: Oh, no. You're going to have to talk about that. I I watched um, Chopping Mall.
3: Oh, yes. Watch yeah. that one again. Yeah.
1: That one's totally worth watching. And Barbara, <coughs> Barbara Crampton's in it. Mm-hmm. And she's aged better than Larry Fessenden. <laughs> judging by the movie they were in together recently jacob's wife
0: oh okay yeah, yeah
1: that one anyway um who wants to start recently watched
0: mm, what did i watch finished up midnight mass
1: how was that
0: uh i it highly it's uh, a series yeah seven episodes okay mike flanagan oh you've uh, forgiven him yeah, I've forgiven him for Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I blame mostly that on uh,
1: Stephen, Stephen King. King.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, This is like a really good Stephen King, if that's possible. Uh, it is. Takes place a on couple. a little island <coughs> off the coast of New England somewhere. Uh, they're kind of fallen on hard times, old town. Uh, there was an oil spill maybe a decade ago so they kind of allude to and uh this young man's moved back after getting out of prison for a DUI and uh weird things are afoot as as they are in these movies um maybe a little talky for some people um is it too thinky I don't think it, it's, it's a little thinky. I'm loving maybe. the
2: big words tonight. <laughs> <It's>
0: <clears throat> but um, I, I could see people saying, oh, it's a little slow. I thought it was fantastic. All right. Perfect pace, stuck little, the ending, everything.
3: Cool. Julian, do you want to go next? Uh, I've not watched any uh, horror movies.
1: Oh, well, that's okay. Our listeners are always excited to hear about stuff that isn't horror that we
3: watch. <laughs> I bet they are. This is what we tune in for, they are crying. Yes. Uh, all right, I watched uh, Bad News Bears from 1976. Had you seen it before? I had not. There's a horror connection. Yes, there are a few. Walter Matthau? <laughs> yes. yes. <clears throat> Was he in a horror movie? Uh, Rebonica the 13th. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think he is. Uh, Jackie O'Haley, definitely. Mm, yes. Yeah, Jackie O'Haley is also in a Robocop movie. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think I remember that, but. He's in the reboot. Yeah. From 2014. Uh, it's directed by Michael Ritchie, who also did The Candidate and uh, Fletch. Oh, okay. And also stars uh, Tatum O'Neill mm-hmm. and uh, Vic Morrow.
1: Yeah. Vic Morrow.
3: And the Agora movie Connection. Uh screenplays by Bill Lancaster. Okay. You know your screenwriters. Yes. <laughs> She's just about to chime in and say he's the guy who wrote the thing.
2: Yeah. I definitely was gonna say that,
3: yeah. Um yeah, great it's a great script in this one is too. Uh it's I, I, I watched it, I thought oh this is gonna be a sweet, sentimental <coughs> you know, children come together and become a great baseball team (laughs)
1: but then you realized this is America and that wasn't going to happen
3: yeah you don't go for that sort of movie do you no 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 never the Um, the kids need to be
1: swearing and fighting yeah this is
3: like this is pretty raw edged (laughs) this is like kids as I I remember being a kid yeah Um, and it had a poster by Jack Davis yes Um, I, I, I enjoyed this one You've all seen that one,
1: yeah, uh, several it, times.
3: Yeah, it's this uh, this baseball team is thrown together of kids who like no one else wants them, and uh, they uh, they don't really come together, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the, yeah, they kind of hate each other, and uh, everybody
0: else, Walter
3: Matto is this like alcoholic coach who's, who's, who's coaching them because no one else will take him, and it's the
2: sounds charming
3: it is is really good it's,
2: it's really <laughs> yeah, funny
0: yeah it's a fun it spawned a zillion rip-off movies yeah it's
3: oh,
1: like yeah. two
0: or three sequels there's a bunch of sequels and then there's a bunch of movies mm-hmm. that were like <clears throat> you know what if the, it was a hockey team yeah that was a bunch of no kids. good geese or something <laughs> <Right. you know? laughs>
3: didn't steve minor like the Friday the 13th guys didn't they make their own version
0: yes i believe they did
3: yeah Anyway, um, I've saw a I've been watching film noir mostly. Oh, very nice. Um, so one I hadn't seen before is a Strange Bargain from
0: 1949.
3: Mm, I don't know that one. Um, it's got Martha Scott in it. Um, Jeffrey Lyon, Jeffrey Lynn, Harry Morgan. Uh, he was Colonel Potter in MASH. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Lynn, he's, he was a popular actor. Um, Jeff Goldblum is named after him.
2: Oh. I love Jeff Goldblum.
3: Yeah. Um, and Walter Sand, who's a character actor, you see loads of things in the 40s and 50s, and he was born in Denver, Colorado. Uh-huh. Um, he's also in Son of Dracula and War of the Worlds. Um, this is about a man who's lured into this suicide scheme. Hmm. Not everything is as it appears, of course. <laughs> um, it's got a cool plot. Uh, the direction I found was pretty flat. Mm. Um, but it's got a couple of uh, quite striking edits. And it's also got, got a early appearance by a catapult cat. Oh. You know, someone opens a cupboard where a cat would never be. Oh, and yeah. Meow. That was my cat impression. It was good. Thank you. Believable. And uh, let's see. Oh, I've been watching uh, the new Doctor Who series, Doctor Who Flux
2: no spoilers none not a word Uh, you've not been watching it (laughs) no because i'm still in season nine we've been watching it since the reboot uh during we'd like the the reboot i guess with the ninth doctor Mm -hmm. and we started that during quarantine so we've been going through it kind of slowly but we're in season nine now we're on the 12th doctor
3: well i made notes ziggy Mm. you know because you're into screenplay writing yes and uh, I'm hoping that you don't write a script like this <laughs> the series has it's I got won't. so many anti-clever moments
2: yeah um, I've been finding that as the show's been going along the writing has been getting worse mm-hmm. and I'm just uh, I think it's like widely agreed to like the 12th doctor everybody thinks that he could be like really fantastic but the writing was really bad mm. Um, I love him so much, but I'm just, like, really holding out hope that the writing gets better. So yeah. don't ruin that for me. <laughs>
3: yeah, again, it's a good doctor. She, Jody, yeah. Jody Whittaker. Super she's, excited she's for good. her. Um, it has got way too many threads. Uh, at least three times per episode, someone will say something like, Aha, all along, such and such was the truth. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, hmm. Like on Scooby-Doo.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, just to show how clever it is. And you now it's fooled you. And mm-hmm. then it's something else are they still
2: doing that thing where it's like in the beginning of an episode they'll be like oh no is the doctor a moral being and then they'll spend the whole episode answering that question over and over again
3: Um, because
2: that's the recipe right now and it's driving me bananas
3: no it's uh it's just a whole it's always so many plot threads yeah it seems Um, like there's a lot of holes and it's really it's they're trying to patch it together with basically a magic wand and gibberish <laughs> so like,
2: Which has kind of always been story how it is. Of my
3: life. She'll get backed into a corner and then pulls out the magic wand and waves it around and then, you know, yeah. gets her out of it. Um, and, uh, you know, people will yell things like psychotemporal Bridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. ridiculous coincidences as well. So it's like this level it's of cleverness like and then level of stupid
2: I think the difference oh. is that the writing used to be good, you know? Yeah. Like, they'd have all the ridiculous words and ways out of things and plans, but the writing was good, and you'd you mm-hmm. don't only get it at the end. But it sounds like now it's not like that.
1: Now, Ziggy, I don't think you talked about on the show how you... Uh Went to the local... Uh, yeah. What, it's not called Comic-Con It's Fan anymore. Expo Denver. Fan Expo Denver. And yeah. You, and you uh, saw some Whovians.
2: Yeah, we met a lot of really cool people, um, a lot of cosplayers, but my sister and I, we went and we met Billy Piper, mm. um, who's Rose, um, in the reboot. And,
1: and Eccleston, who's a dick?
2: Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. He's just... Uh, we wouldn't be friends in our personal lives, you know? Not my yeah. kind of person. Um, no, but he had a Q&A that we got to, like watch and um no it was interesting like um fans would be like hey what do you think of this idea or this thing the show's done that i really like and he'd just be like i hate it <laughs> and then like talk about why he hated it and i was like that's uh.
1: did you get the impression he really felt he was punching down
2: um he definitely opened with like we all know how i feel about the show and how i left it and that was very fine but i don't know if like a fan came to me and was like hey this thing that you were part of i like this about it now what do you think and i was like no trash bad like Mm. how do you do that just (laughs) just just watch
1: 28 days later if you want to see a good performance from the guy
2: yeah and i don't think he was necessarily bad it was just clear that i'm a little salty because him leaving early screwed up rose's like story arc they had to rush Mm -hmm. it and she was my favorite character and she still kind of is my favorite character yeah i really love the 12th doctor (laughs) um um but yeah we met her we met billy piper and she was great she was very nice um And there were a lot of people there. It was kind of, a lot of people were dressed as the 13th Doctor, but because we're not there yet, I was like, I don't know. There were a lot of like references and things that I was like, I'm not getting this yet.
3: Lots of fizzes.
2: Yeah, lots of those, a lot of 11th Doctor. I did not like him at all. I do not like that actor. No offense to, like, four British actors in the world <laughs> that show up in everything. But he looks like if you vacuum-sealed, like, a human onto a Ken doll, and um, it's it's honestly scary.
3: He's in the new Morbius movie.
2: Yeah, he's in everything. He's in Last Night in Soho. He's in the new Game of Thrones series, which actually makes sense because they're all a little inbred, so. Okay. But, you no, know, I'll be, like, watching a trailer for something, and I'll be like, yes, this is going to be so good. And then Matt Smith pops up, and I'm like, No. No. <laughs> um it's all right though Getting the british vote i guess um yeah doctor who mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: and you were still going weren't you no 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 oh, you,
3: you okay were, okay <laughs> i'm saving myself
2: we did yeah
1: we didn't uh we didn't take too much of a sidetrack
2: no not was, at
3: all we never do
1: that siggy what have you watched
2: i guess it segues into me then because i have been watching doctor who mm-hmm. um surprise yes crazy um I've been watching seasons 13, 14, and 15 of Criminal Minds, which isn't really horror, but it's been what I've been watching recently, so I've been watching a lot of other horror things. And then either they just added them onto Netflix, or I just realized, but Final Destination 3, 5, and then the remake one that's the Final Destination mm-hmm. is on there now. Uh, it's on Netflix. I love the third one. That's the roller coaster one, I believe, if I'm not getting it mixed up. That is my favorite Final Destination movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that recently. I
3: like the fifth one best.
2: What is the gimmick there? I don't remember.
3: It's the one where it, it loops in the back. Oh. But it, yeah, it was my favorite the series.
1: You know the cover art from that one? The five is perfect yeah. to turn into an S for scream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, I'm not even kidding. The right. bottom of it hooks just down just it. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five cream.
2: <laughs> no, I watched the third Final Destination um and then i watched uh the forest Um, how how was that
1: i have not seen that yet
2: i like that one i really love that actress she's in game of thrones haha um and i honestly don't think i understand it fully and i think that's just because because i'm lacking yes okay Hmm. i think that that's just me watching things and not really like Thinking critically, okay. Sometimes, <laughs> um, but yeah, the end has like a twist, and it can be read like two ways. And I didn't really get either, so hmm. um, probably gonna rewatch that one. Um, but yeah, I liked it. The the like, because they have to film it outdoors, right, in a forest. I don't know if it's the forest. I feel like that is not good, so I don't think they used the forest. But um, I don't know. It's a really pretty movie. It's Hmm. creepy, but it's pretty. Um, And I think that's kind of it for me.
1: All right. Um, For me, since last time, um, I watched a uh, very early Larry Fessenden movie that he not just starred in, but uh, wrote and directed, called, uh, is it Habit? Yeah, Habit, not The Habit. Uh, This is from 1995. Um, It's a vampire movie, which I had not even heard of, and this popped up, I think, on Amazon Prime, or I've got I've got Shudder as an add-on. It might have been a Shudder movie, but it's... Um, I'll just read the blurb here. Set in a gritty, real-life New York City, alcoholic Sam meets up with a modern-day succubus who marks him and controls his will. As his world unravels, he slowly figures out what is happening and has to figure out what to do. Okay, his first clue should have been that... Uh, his alcoholic ass missing a front tooth messed up hair <laughs> high forehead was not going to close the deal with this woman <laughs> there has to be some ulterior motive and uh, what else could it be but she's a vampire and uh, that that's on the face of it so that's not like a spoiler whatsoever um, Meredith Snaden Snader I'm sorry Snader uh, she looked familiar and. Um, and I think this is the only thing she was in because I I looked her up and I didn't see her in anything else, so I don't know what it was. But she looked very familiar. So Larry Fessenden looks like someone just grabbed his head, messed his hair up, and pushed him in front of a camera. But in this movie, you know, knocked his front tooth out too. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, did he take did he take his tooth out? You know, did is this?
2: I could just painted it green got
1: rid of it oh yeah well it would have been blue back then oh that was back in blue screen days mm-hmm. before green screen but uh it doesn't have the same ring to it yeah he was uh yeah he was he was uh, quite the character in this movie I, I i recommend it i think maybe we'll cover it sometime um well it's almost two hours long i don't know if you can hang sure just start it late
0: <clears throat> all right don't yeah, don't usually...
1: don't, end, don't end it early start it late okay that's all I can say um, other than that uh, we watched uh, season two of Tiger King you know it makes you feel smarter um, more classy uh, more intelligent less animal abuse-y. Uh, like every everything on this show is just...
3: The worst,
1: I think when other people in other countries watch this, it scares them off from even visiting the United States.
3: Doesn't <laughs> it make you feel like you were living in back in 2020? It
1: kind of does to watch it, you know, to watch all of this Tiger King business. Yeah, that was what everyone watched during the pandemic when, you know, before it was over. I'm glad that's over. Mm-hmm. It's over because we're sick of it, right?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it for me. Um, happy Robonica, everybody.
0: Happy Robonica.
1: So Ziggy Robocop.
2: Robocop. Is this your first watch. It is. Tell us what you thought. I didn't like it at all.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: at all. Red Foreman was in
1: it. Kirt- I Kirtland didn't Smith. like
2: it at all. Oh um, no!
1: Tell, take us from the beginning. Tell us what where it fell apart for you. The or,
2: main character comes off as an asshole
1: wait 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 wait. which one
2: the dude Robocop? yes <laughs> god he could have just died and not become a robot murphy? that would have been fine yeah Ugh. yeah okay first of all known a couple murphys and i don't like any of them so we're already off on a wrong start murphy and i and um
3: richard's Paul Irish
1: yeah I've, I've got murphys in my family i hate them all Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my cousin's a bit of a loser, but my aunt and uncle were totally fine.
2: No, um, okay, so I've seen that guy in Sons of Anarchy. Cool, awesome, whatever. Wait, um, which one?
1: Peter Murphy. Weller. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, he does show up in Sons of Son Yes, Son
2: of again, no spoilers. I'm, like, still watching. No, it. no,
1: I. it's been so long okay. that I forgot that he was even in it.
2: Yes, he's in it. Um, oh, wow. And he's an ex cop, so, haha, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> he's um, an ex robocop. <laughs> yeah, right? Um,. No, I I lost. So he lost points for me when he and the partner are getting in the car, and he gets into the driver's side mm-hmm. and says something cocky that I think is supposed to be like Top Gun-ish, where we're like, ah, he's you know he's doing a thing. But I was just like, nah, fuck you, dude. Um, I maybe maybe okay, and you can totally be like, that's because it's old and everything after it. Like this was the blueprint. You can totally say mm-hmm. that. That's fine. But it was so predictable. I hated it. I was literally halfway through, I started playing a video game. And then anytime I'd look up, I'd be like, yeah, of course, that's what's happening right now. Also, it just missed the mark for me, like, story-wise. They try to make a robot that'll follow orders, and it goes crazy. You know what's better? Make a robot that has its kind of own sense of human morality, but also takes orders. And that'll be fine. And it was fine. What? Mm. That's ridiculous. Um... Because I was totally expecting, and maybe it's just, like, I've seen a lot of movies like that, but I was expecting that, like, the, when you try to make a robot have, like, human morals and make the right and wrong, you know, that it would go wrong.
1: What's following protocols?
2: I don't like cops either. (laughs) I'm not a big cop person. (laughs) I'm not a big robot person. Um, well,
1: this was just a wrong movie for you. I
2: understand that this is a classic. Some of the effects were good. Did that guy fall in like acid and start melting? Again, mm. I wasn't really paying attention. to It was toxic it. waste. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I was like, uh-huh. oh. And then one of the the the, the, the goons, the, the the bad guys, mm-hmm. they were all extreme characters, and that was hilarious. One of them was the dad in Twin Peaks, which I'm also still watching, so no spoilers. Ray Wise. Um, it was. Interesting to see him. Yeah,
1: but I was. I was wondering if you'd seen Twin Peaks. Yeah,
2: I'm still in the middle of it though. I'm in season two though, so progress. Uh,
1: so, did you recognize uh, Miguel Ferrer? Maybe. Okay. Do you remember when uh, Special Agent Cooper has to have this this guy come in who's a forensics guy? Uh, what was his what was his character's name in that one? Um, oh, I, I don't. Remember. Can't remember it. Anyway, Miguel Ferrer was. Uh, Oh, my God. I can't think of the character's name. Anyway, he has him come in, and he's a total jerk, and he, and he makes the sheriff really mad.
2: Yeah. I, yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: That's George Clooney's cousin, by the way.
2: Oh. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, he has since died. So, yeah, Sorry, you had Bert. Ray Wise and Miguel Farrar from, you know, later from Twin Peaks. Uh, you ever seen Deliverance? mm Okay uh ronnie cox was one of the guys in deliverance yep um
0: he was also
3: in the car oh that's right was he the yes. car played a cop oh
1: mm. <clears throat>
3: he's in beverly hills cop yeah um and he's the president in captain america
1: oh yeah um. that's right yeah he's good in beverly hills cop and if you've watched uh I'm totally going to sidetrack if I talk about what everyone was in. So go ahead now. What no. <laughs> so you, you recognize I, Ray Wise. Yes. You're happy about that.
2: Yes. Um, the people getting shot full of bullets and just did keep going was fun to watch. Hmm. But I, I, I was it was boring. And despite all the special effects, I didn't like the plot. I thought it was full of holes. Um, I did like when he's being turned into RoboCop and the screen is all funky and it's very clear that it's, like, his view. I liked that. I was like, oh, the rest of the movie will be like this. That's awesome. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, when they're bringing him online.
2: Yeah. I thought that was really funny to show, like, time passing, too. I was like, ah, oh, clever. Um, yeah, I think that the best cop propaganda movie, like, ever made is Utopia. Um, stand by that. Okay But I'm not a big cop person I'm not a big robot person And I can understand why this movie Is so popular um, To people that saw it when it came out
1: But it's super outdated now It doesn't hold
2: up at all In any way In my opinion
1: Okay, now the suit though does nope. this, Stupid. No. Oh, really? Stupid. Rob Bottin is just a total dunce. Has no business
3: making oh, special effects. Oh,
2: the, the 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 robot that yeah. just shoots things. The regular old robot. Ed was he stop motion? too or
3: Was 209? he like
2: stop motion? Yeah. He was yeah. Great. I loved that. I was like, that's <laughs> clever. I was like, is this main guy gonna be stop motion the whole time? That's hilarious. No. Uh,
1: the clunkiest thing in the movie yeah, was your it was favorite thing.
2: Fantastic. Oh yeah. my god, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> no.
3: the, the, when the, they, they built a full size one. Yeah. Um, when it's not in motion. When
2: it started shooting things, I was like, "Oh, it's little." Yeah, the I rest of it that. is
3: Phil, Phil Tippett and his team. Oh,
1: it looks—it looks so like, even though you it's can great. tell it's stop motion, it looks so good though. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the fact that it just won't shut off and it just shoots but that guy again. Full.
2: Like, didn't you expect that? Didn't you expect everything in this movie? Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. Um, yeah, I I'll,
2: think the only thing I didn't see coming was that RoboCop would be like our hero the whole time. And he was, and I was like, that's dumb. Boo. Yeah. yeah.
1: You want him to be more problematic. Um, because um, that's,
2: like, the most crucial thing. Like, that should be the whole thing. Why wasn't that the whole thing? Why was it corporate weirdos being corrupt? It's it was, always corporate weirdos being it, corrupt. It was a
3: satire of Reaganism.
2: Ah. Uh, see, yeah, again, that makes like... makes total it, sense. It makes sense in context. However many years later, to me, no.
1: Okay. Um, a couple things. Uh Miguel Ferrer's character in Twin Peaks was Albert.
2: Mm. okay,
1: now we got that out of the way. um with an outdated uh robot movie from the eighties like uh it's it's totally predictable. It's not as bad as something from trauma as far as being obvious and and all that sort of thing, but I kind of feel like. On the face of it, you should expect predictability. Of
2: course, but I'm still allowed to be bored by it and these not two, like it.
1: These two-dimensional characters.
2: Yeah. It, uh, mm.
1: Had you watched Halloween three, you would know who Dan O'Hurley he is. Oh
2: my gosh! I'll watch Halloween three when you read The Shining. How about that? Wow.
1: He
3: was also Robinson Crusoe. Yeah,
1: he was. <laughs> Back you're right. in the fifties, Dan O'Hurley he is a great character actor. Um, Kurtwood smith okay let's get this out of the way That's 70s show yeah you couldn't you couldn't even hang with this let's see it's uh it's robonica <laughs> we're getting line noise um yeah red foreman is in this he's the bad guy one, <laughs> of, one of the bad guys are there too many bad guys? Is that a problem?
2: No, the bad guys were good. they like really extreme. They, okay, they reminded me of the hyenas in Lion King. I was like, yeah. <laughs> they were hilarious. They were great. Loved them. They all died. Awesome. They had that big old gun and were shooting up cars. I was like, that's entertaining. This that quality TV right here.
3: Yeah, the giant hmm. gun was great.
2: Did, yeah.
3: Did you like the uh, ads, the little commercials and things they broke into?
2: Maybe. Uh, I liked it they opened with the dollar. news. Hmm. The news was good. Because I like setting up context through news or, like, um, like academic, like, sources type, you know, like National Geographic or whatever, as a way of, like, setting up the world. And then Dad was watching the intro with me, and he was like, she was a real newscaster back in California. I was mm-hmm. like, oh,
1: cool. That makes sense, because she seemed like it.
2: Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know how hard it is to be a convincing <clears throat> news anchor, though, from the 80s. Um,
3: yeah, just has have the, the hair. Yeah. And the shul- shoulder pads. Shoulder pads.
2: I did, I, yeah. Her outfit was good.
1: Okay, so th- this is the first time you saw it. Yes, um, it was. Will, how about you? I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that this came from the uh, video rental store your friends owned.
0: No, I saw this on opening night. Did you? You went and saw this at the movie theater? Did you yes. love it? Yes, I was 10. It was the greatest <laughs> fucking movie i <I'd> ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was probably my first experience with real satire of the Reagan era. yeah and I was getting pretty into politics <clears throat> about the same time so
2: at 10
0: yeah I that's was
2: impressive big
0: political nerd You nerd I watched the news
2: but you got bullied <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> not really use
3: popular rallies because they can't
2: him.
0: <laughs> um yeah so uh it was uh it was a lot of fun when I went and watched it. Yeah. I don't know if it was opening night, but it was when it came out in the theaters.
1: Yeah. Um, Now, Peter Weller, uh, had you st- were you familiar with him as an actor at all? I mean, he looked mm, familiar probably. Yes.
0: Buckaroo Bonsai. Oh, yeah, of course. Which I had watched, because that was a video we watched and was a movie that made absolutely no sense to me (laughs) as a kid, but we watched it a couple times trying to figure it out. Okay, yeah. I liked when he drove through the mountain. (laughs) That's pretty much what I remember. And uh, John Lithgow. Of course.
1: Uh, Did you uh, end up adopting the catchphrase, I'd buy that
0: for a dollar? Oh my God. (laughs) Did
1: you you ever stop saying it?
0: Uh, My cousin... Was a. Uh, uh, he was an engineer for a music company and he did a remix of a Bratmobile song. Uh, didn't get put on their record, but he used Robocop extensively and it was called I'd Buy That for a Dollar.
3: Oh, how cool!
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, I remember seeing Bratmobile. It was one of the uh, Riot Girl bands from the yeah.
0: 90s. Yeah, they took a real. Uh, Pity on my poor cousin because he was living in San Francisco. Had absolutely no money, so they would take him to lunch and whatnot. He he met a lot of cool bands. uh, And then uh, he worked there when, uh, I don't know if you remember, Green Day had an album stolen in Mm. uh, 2003 or so. I remember hearing this. Before uh, whatever American Idiot came out. That's what they re-recorded. Yeah. So he worked there when that master went missing and the whole place got fired everybody.
1: Oh wow. So like we know we know we got the bad guy cuz yeah. we fired everybody.
0: We fired everybody. He said Green Day was real cool before that. They'd bring their go-karts down and run them around in the parking lot and Oh. They'd hang go- out and
1: they had go-kart money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, but Well, um and then we watched this movie about a zillion times growing
1: up. Yeah, once it came out on video, you just probably didn't I, stop watching I it. I think I
0: probably
3: bought yeah, it. Like extremely popular video yeah. back in the day. Yeah.
1: Julian, what was your first experience seeing this one?
3: Yeah, I saw it at the cinemas. Oh, did you? It, it was weird because in Britain they, they got that it was a satire, and uh, so they, they didn't cut it. Oh,
0: how oh, interesting. They, they,
3: they actually had someone smart who realized that the violence was so over the top cartoonish that if you did cut it it would be worse yeah I can see that um, so uh, yeah it was it was uncut in Britain whereas it was cut in America which is really weird
0: that is weird yeah because it was not until years later that the unrated
3: cut yeah because yeah. at the time this was amazingly violent
2: yeah uh, dad was wondering if that was the standard for the time and I was like this seems kind of out there yeah um but it, no with the context of it being satire i can appreciate it i wouldn't watch it again um with that in mind but yeah makes sense because
0: yeah, i'm not sure that this movie is really pro-cop or pro-anybody it's it's pretty satirical on everybody i mean yes
1: now is it set it, it's supposed to be set in a near future mm-hmm. uh that was the question I had going into this. Was like how far, how far in the future? Um, because
0: they,
3: they never say.
1: They don't say, but is it five or ten years? Because we're not talking hover cars or anything. But
3: no, but it's obviously a satire on now. Oh, well, yeah,
1: the now of nineteen eighty-seven. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh huh. Yeah. But um, I mean, this was ten years into the life of two thousand AD and the most popular character in that was Judge Dredd. Yes. Yes. Who is this uh, you know, this far right future cop in an American megacity. And uh and it has a lot of the same humor. And this is still the best Judge Dredd movie, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like well, that. you saw the uh that photo of the original costume they were sculpting. It is a total Judge Dredd costume. It's really? the helmet straight out of Judge Dredd. Okay and uh they made it oh it, it was just a you know an idea or something yeah. try to write it off as like yeah no this was a judge dread movie that didn't that they filed the serial number off of. yeah
3: yeah they, they they were definitely reading uh judge dread comics for yeah. inspiration and so on because they, they gave a pile of them to paul verhoeven so that he could get, understand the satire yeah But uh, yeah, uh, uh, this is hysterical. I mean, we watched it with an audience that's just.
0: Oh, yeah. In fits. Yeah, it it went over really well. I don't think if it wasn't satire, it would be even remembered. Yeah,
3: that's what happens in the the second one. They go with a kind of a straightforward, humorless thing. It's really boring. Yeah. Probably the, I have the same reaction to the second yeah. one that you do to the first yeah, one. Yeah, because
2: I didn't like. I don't know. Maybe I just missed the memo on that one, or I didn't do like my context research because I was trying to like watch it as like a just a serious movie. I was like, this is stupid.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's it's not a serious movie. Well, at I figured all.
2: it'd be like a like, like a comedy also because there were some bits where I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a joke that they made. um...
0: No, it's just a kind of black-humored satire of Reaganism.
2: Yeah, no, I missed the memo on that one. Um, And and I feel like even if they're making fun of everybody, our hero is still, like, a cop. So, like, it's still a cop, like, yeah, thing, which is not my...
3: Yeah, and this this is also a time when when cop movies, they were, like, tough-guy heroes who'd, like... They'd bend the law and everyone was fine with it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Beat the confession out of somebody and that was fine
1: yeah we're talking Dirty, yeah. Dirty Harry yeah there's
3: the Lethal Weapon series yeah going. so
0: it's kind of making fun of that as well yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's it's not in agreement with it as much as it is just using it as source material for a laugh but mm-hmm. uh yeah uh I feel like I saw this one I probably did see this one in, in the theater but uh i I know I saw it a few more times on video after after it came out on a vHS release. Uh, Rob Bottin did good work on the costume in my opinion. Uh, it you know, you've got that uh, instead of a holster. he's got a compartment that pops out of his thigh.
2: No, it was clever. It was definitely clever. It just looked dumb, okay,
1: you didn't like the sculpt or you or you I didn't be, you didn't believe it. I just
2: didn't buy any of it. I was like, yeah. Oh.
1: Visually, it's just like... Swing and a miss. Oh, really? Whole thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what, what? So tell me a robot or a or an armored costume movie you can think of where it really did work.
2: Uh, Jesus, I don't know. I don't watch them. Um,
1: maybe you're not the person to ask about robots. I know.
2: It's like, okay, RoboCop, let's go.
1: I think you need to watch Chopping Mall and tell us <laughs> what you think of those robots.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it... It's, my my biggest concern with the costume was peripheral peripheral vision. He's got the thing, but it seemed like he had to turn all the time, very stiffly. It was like, you think mm-hmm. you'd make a robot with some like yes. fluidity in the the panning. Yeah. Um, I, I, it just the uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, fair Dinkum. <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you like uh, Nancy Allen?
2: At the main lady, the partner, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. She was alright. She's fine. Um, wasn't like my favorite anything. Um, I I did like the scene where they're they're trying out our man of the hour and he's shooting at the target <laughs> and just like killing it and everybody's mm-hmm. like, wow, he's shooting straight. That's crazy. Like they aren't all supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then she like starts to think that it's him because he does his little cowboy thing um that was good i was like ah, look at -hmm. that um yeah i Uh, think my favorite thing was the stop motion robot
1: yes well that's fair
2: i wish that they had done robocop like that like he himself moved like that that would have been awesome
1: no um i have to ask because you know maybe maybe you do know this Jolien, but uh Peter Weller was pretty disagreeable during filming.
3: Well, he didn't enjoy it because the costume is so uncomfortable and they'd be shooting in Dallas.
1: Oh, in, hot. In that
3: hot. In that costume.
1: Yeah. But, but he was, I, I think, maybe disagreeable before he ever put the costume on. Like, maybe he thought as his caliber of actor, maybe this was below him. I don't know about that because he did two of these that's what well that's where i was going with this is like he did the sequel
2: well i mean if the first one makes you a lot of money i'd do a sequel too
0: yeah i think the thing was is he was coming in with ideas about robocop that weren't
1: paul verhoeven's ideas (laughs)
0: yeah they weren't gelling with the rest of the movie so you know robocop's got like four directives and he was coming up with these long mm. soliloquies <laughs> that just stopped the movie and he'd be talking about you know all men are created equal blah 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 and giving you know the entire declaration of independence uh
2: see but like
0: and just just <laughs>
3: derailing the whole thing and so Another thing that happened was uh, he'd spent a long time working with a, a mime yes. artist to get all the fluid movements, and, and then, then they like of the costume, it. he wasn't able to do it. <laughs> yeah, and the costume was late uh, for I forget why, but he had to d- develop the technology yeah. to put it together. So it was, it was, it, he couldn't even rehearse in the costume before they were started filming. They should have yeah. done
2: it in stop motion. That would have been like awesome. they.
3: Uh,
0: they filmed all the commercials first and everything they could do without the robot. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, wow. If you like the stop motion in this, mm-hmm. then the same team uh, did uh, Starship Troopers, which is also okay. satirical.
2: Okay.
3: It's uh, good to know. And the, I remember that. St- stop motion creatures in that beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's got Neil Patrick Harris in it. Okay.
3: That's, that's,
0: yeah, another great satire. I wish Total Recall had the satire element. Pumped up a bit. Yeah, they really look at great moments. Yeah, they it, missed it the
1: mark on so many things in Total Recall. Yeah, but uh, I still like it. Starting
0: with the fact that we're supposed to believe Schwarzenegger is some sort of spy. <laughs> yeah, he's like six eight, weighs three hundred ninety
3: pounds. <laughs> he wasn't <in> consideration, <laughs> was consideration for very uh,
2: stealthy.
3: Uh, yes, he wasn't consideration for Robocop. Yeah, but he was too big
0: for too the big. suit and they couldn't get him in the car because uh, they didn't ha- they didn't wear the bottom part of the legs when he sat in the mm-hmm. car. That was pretty much they picked Peter Weller because he would fit in the suit and not be too bulky.
1: Yeah, he was pretty slim, but uh, still... He was a yeah. swimmer. Yeah, he, he was an athletic sort of a physique. He's
3: a marathon runner.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But he, uh, yeah, when he sat in the car he was just wearing his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and the, the top half the of the top suit half of the suit which would have been a much funnier movie <laughs> <laughs> you want some
0: satire <laughs> do you think they were tidy whities or heart boxers I,
1: I i think it had to be tidy whities
0: i think that's better
1: yeah yeah boxers with with the valentines all shoes
0: over shoes or no shoes loafers with socks flip flops loafers with the future does he have crocs on <laughs> well, loafers with black socks I think there we go <laughs> he's got those
2: shoes with toes on them you know the future oh, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah those the grippy mon- toes <coughs> the monkey <coughs> yeah the monkey toe shoes are, are those still available? Can you get those if you want them?
2: Yes, you can, but why would you want them? Oh, I
1: was thinking of dressing as a monkey for Halloween next year.
3: There's probably yeah. hills of them in China. <laughs> probably are. There's containers full of them out in the Pacific. Uh, so. Um, w- were you familiar with uh, um, Paul Verhoeven before this?
1: No, this was my first Verhoeven experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next one I really paid attention to, I think, was Showgirls, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, when I knew who he was by name.
3: Well, he he was really popular in Europe before this. Was he? Yeah. He'd done a whole bunch of movies with Ruka Hauer. Oh, cool. um, He'd done this uh, TV series um, with Ruka Hauer in in 1968. Um, And then just before this, they'd done this medieval film called Flesh and Blood. Oh, cool. Uh, And they did like... um, I think his his debut movie was with Rucker Hauer as well, um Turkish Delight.
1: Oh cool. Yeah, the, um I just pulled up his IMDB and yeah, it looks like he did a whole bunch of Dutch stuff. Um he was uh you know, working with Rucker Hauer who we didn't hear of him until he showed up in um Blade Runner. Blade Runner. And then of course, uh oh my god, after that the hitcher. He's so good in the hitcher. He he just. Have uh, you seen this very many times, Jolien? Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. A few times. Do you like his performance in it? Yeah. I mean, I believe him in this movie.
3: Yeah.
1: And then there was some other uh, action movie where he had a shotgun on the poster. I forget what it was. Oh, um, Man
3: with a Shotgun. <laughs> no, not Don't like that one.
1: No, no, no. Uh, not that one. Um, not the hobo with a shotgun. Oh, my goodness. I'd have to look him up to tell you. But uh, So um, Verhoeven is uh, from Amsterdam, according to his IMDb. Yeah, his new movie is Benedetta. Oh, yeah? What's going on in that one? Nunsploitation.
0: exploitation. Oh,
1: we're going to talk about that next week. Yes. Nunsploitation. Everybody's favorite. Um, yeah, I have to look up Rutger Hauer, because... This is uh this is interesting. I'm trying to think of what the what the one where he's on the. It was right after The Hitcher. He did an action movie. Oh, where he's blind. No, but that one too. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. Let's look him up.
3: Blind Justice or something. Was or it kind of as a remix? Blind Fury. Yeah. Blind Fury.
1: Yes, that that was. I enjoyed that one
0: too.
3: Yeah.
1: Let's see, Rucker What was that damn movie with the? With the thing on the poster.
0: Rutger Howard vehicle with shotgun. <laughs> yes, they could have just called it that. Part one.
1: <laughs> shotgun part one. Uh, let's see. I'm going to scroll
3: it. One of my favorite uh, Paul Verhoeven movies is uh, Black Book, which is a World War Two movie about the resistance.
0: Oh, I've, yeah, I've heard that's really good. Yeah, yeah really I'm going to have good. to watch that one.
3: And L was really good. That was his last one. Didn't like the Hollow Man. No... It's an Invisible Man movie.
1: What about Argento's Dracula?
0: Um, <laughs> I liked Hollow Man better than Argento's Dracula. Yes, but yeah, Hollow Man wasn't very good. Nah. I wouldn't watch that in the theater too. Starship
3: Troopers, I love that. One.
0: I love Starship Troopers. I yeah. like Total Recall, Lady Hawk. <clears throat> um, he didn't do Lady Hawk. Rector Howard, you're talking about not yeah. huh. Verhoeven.
1: No, Lady Lady Hawk had Rucker Hauer in it.
0: Yeah, I yeah, not care for not, that movie. not
1: Paul Verhoeven. Let's see. Uh, we'll get We'll get past this in just a second. Uh,
0: uh, this is scintillating.
1: Lady, isn't it? <laughs>
3: uh. <laughs> no
2: idea what we're even talking about.
3: Have you seen uh, Naked Lunch with Peter Weller? <laughs> yes. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. This is based on a book, you know. Okay. Um, well, yeah, by S- William Burroughs. Okay. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, Naked Lunch is one of those books they say it can't be filmed. So David Cronenberg comes along and says, alright, I'll do that one. Yeah, I'll do that.
0: Yeah, That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty weird. It's it's, weird. it's a good movie. I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoyed the book too. They're not the same at no. all. I don't even know. There's a couple lines in there. They're like, bumps. okay, yeah. <laughs> you took that line and that line and you kind of ran with it. Yeah, so what can you do? Exactly, yeah That is an unfilmable book
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, The elusive uh, Rutger Hauer movie I was trying to think of Was called Wanted Dead or Alive I couldn't think of it Because mm-hmm. such an obvious stupid
3: title Bon Jovi song
1: <laughs> Yes, well later it was, yes uh, this, this actually had Gene Simmons in it For some reason Oh
3: blimey Yeah I haven't seen it
0: Yeah Wow, yeah I don't remember that one yeah, Robert Guillaume
1: is not it. Yeah. Benson? Yeah, Benson. American television in the 80s. Let's see, who else? In-
0: Soap? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's where Benson came from.
1: Yeah, yeah. Benson was a spinoff.
2: Yeah.
3: I was going to say, if you liked uh, Nancy Allen in Robocop, mm-hmm. she's in uh, Carrie. She was in several uh, Brian DeFarman movies.
2: The original Carrie?
3: Mm-hmm. And she's in Dressed to that Kill. That
2: wild. That's
0: the one I was trying to think of.
3: Um, Blow out. Yeah, she was actually married to Brian De Palma for oh, really? several years.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was trying to think of uh, Dressed to Kill earlier. I was like, what was that movie she was in before this? Uh, like, total opposite character, mm-hmm. you know? She's
1: Yeah, she's definitely a goody-goody in this one. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, at the end of it all... Uh, you know, having seen this several times myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I don't feel like I have a sentimental attachment to it, but maybe I also have a different perspective because, you know, I'm not going to be as judgmental of something being too 80s because, well, we put up with a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think this is anywhere near the worst of it.
2: No, I think that for me, for me to put up with, like, all the tropes that come up in... 80s movies in particular it has to be something that's pandering to me or that I like already (laughs) and I liked none of this. Um,
1: They showed up at your doorstep with nothing.
2: (laughs) Nothing but Um, a...
3: Take away your shoulder pads.
2: Yes. No, and I I think that like, you know, maybe if I'd had someone who'd like seen it, was like talking me through some of the things, I'd be like, oh, this part's interesting then but like just sitting down and watching it, no. I didn't D- didn't land for me.
1: So you're not going to recommend this one?
2: Um, no. Okay,
1: fair enough. Jolien, what about you? Yep. Yep, it's a recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think doesn't age well about it? Um, I think it makes fun of itself pretty was, well.
3: This was made for a fairly low budget. Yeah. It ended up about 13000000 million.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, some of the special effects are just bad for the time yeah some of the composites yeah
2: I think that the context is kind of necessary because I was taking it very seriously and that didn't do me any favors at all yeah that did not work at all no I was like none of the jokes went far enough if you're just looking at it seriously and then none of the 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 plot went far enough you know one of
3: the weird things that happened was this was really popular and then they started uh, remarketing it for kids so there's like a cartoon series, and yeah. a TV series, the, the third movie. See, and I knew all those things. I knew about all of
2: that, so I guess that's why I was taking it very seriously. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like yeah, one so that, of the action like movies that everybody watches.
3: All the sharp edges filed off and, and right. all the gore taken out. and yeah. No, I appreciated the gore. Kids.
2: I guess I, I really just missed the memo because I didn't know. Um, and I guess that speaks to just because I would have no idea about the like reagan commentary Unless i was like really into that yeah. history which i'm not sure. um
3: yeah has anyone seen the reboot
0: no no i no. i don't want to watch 2014 <laughs> no, <Robocop.
3: laughs> that, you, that came out as like <clears throat> one of those movies like when it finally came out after all the troubles it had it, people were like it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's some pretty high compliments yeah yeah the the um the vision of the future I think is the one thing I could say doesn't really uh I don't believe it when I see the movie.
2: That's the one thing you don't believe about uh, RoboCop. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: the one thing I believe. Why? I the mean it's one.
0: almost exactly what the future is.
1: But uh, I guess other the-
0: than the robots, yes.
1: Yeah, I guess that's We've true. got
0: <laughs> corporate greed and Wild corruption. Mm-hmm.
1: Crime that's out of control. Yeah.
0: You know, maybe there's less cocaine. Yeah, that's probably about it.
1: Yeah, I, I think, though, it, it doesn't look how I think it should look for some reason. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. It's not dirty enough. It's not.
2: It was pretty dirty. I think it it was pretty, pretty filthy. It's pretty, pretty gross.
1: I think it needs more blinking lights and more grime. I don't it's pretty know. grimy. No, it's
0: pretty grimy. I don't know what you were
1: How watching. How grimy
2: do you think yeah, the future's
1: mm-hmm. going to be? Oh, pretty grimy. Was
2: pretty pessimistic.
1: <laughs> we recycle. We'll be
2: fine. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. That'll, that'll totally hook us up.
2: Yeah. The
1: recycling. Well, what... Um, do you recommend this one?
0: Yeah, I recommend Robocop. Well,
1: duh. <coughs> <laughs> do, does any part of it not, not age well for you?
0: Uh... I mean, like Julian said, some of the effects aren't great, but they weren't great then. We always laughed, and would pause it when uh, uh, the bad guy goes out the window yeah, at the that's end, the worst. and his arms get real oh, long. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I thought
2: that was great. See, all the like campy uh, parts of the movie, I was like, yeah.
0: Um, you know, but I'm not really upset about that. It's, it's silly, <clears throat> but. Uh, I don't know. I really like this movie. I think this is a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I like Paul Verhoeven after this.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a.
0: Uh, I might have to reassess Showgirls at some point, <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a bad movie night sometime. Um, yeah. For me, I do recommend this one, and I do like it. I think the main things that don't work have more to do with budget because i think they're just out on location they're like let's grime everything up and throw some trash around and then just the criminals get away with everything until they don't but you know the, the crime is so rampant why would you even have a store <laughs> like no, would- red
2: fairy got gotham to me the um, lake
0: city i don't know there's <laughs> stores in crime run ridden neighborhoods
1: yeah i guess that's true it's like oh we've, we've we, this many days without a robbery, you know, and it's like two or one or zero, yeah. yeah. So uh, well, Ziggy, three of us, and uh, we yeah we recommend it, and you don't.
2: Mm-hmm. Y'all uh, saw when it came out though; it's a very different experience. Sure. So
1: I think we yeah. need to introduce you to some good robot movies. Since, oh since boy, she, <laughs> promise. In some good cop movies, maybe? No, maybe there's never. A, maybe there's a buddy cop movie where it's a, like a really decent dude who's a cop with a, like a robot partner.
2: You can make me like robots. You can't make me like cops.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, if you just stay out of trouble with the law.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll keep them off me. Yeah. <laughs> Squeaky clean.
1: Is there anything else before we get out of here?
2: Um. There's a scene where they're holding coffee cups and then they're about to get in the car and he just throws the cup behind him. And mm. littering is an offense that they can get you on. I was like, hey.
1: <laughs> should he have shot himself?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have shot himself really early in the movie.
1: <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Forbidden Planet? No. Okay, mm. you should watch that.
2: Should I? You should. Okay.
3: Yeah. And
1: if you have any problems with it, do not tell Jolian.
2: Okay, I won't do that.
3: <laughs> you can tell me. Well, that's one of my fit very favorite movies but you can you can see if you don't like
0: it it's yeah fine. i don't care i didn't have anything to do with it
1: it's a beautiful movie okay. it really is Alrighty. righty yeah, metropolis
0: yeah
3: i'll add mm-hmm.
2: it to the list
1: all right and yeah and i actually own a copy of it so oh. you know there's that
2: i'll watch it with halloween three
1: yeah they're right in the same caliber <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yep all right, let's get out of here. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about School of the Holy Beast. Uh, this is a nonsploitation movie. What year is it from, Julian? 74. 74. 1974. A uh, movie from Japan. And uh, watch it without subtitles.
3: And uh, if you're easily offended, do not watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're easily offended, uh, yeah, just don't watch it, don't listen to our episode, and we'll catch you later in the month. All right, well... Listeners, thank you for listening.
0: I'd buy that for a dollar.